The following podcast is provided by an approved senior care provider on the Answers for Elders radio network. And welcome back to the Answers for Elders podcast network with Athera Pharma sponsoring a very special segment on clinical trials of Alzheimer's disease. And what clinical trials do is they're at the cutting edge, everyone, of how you know, of new treatments, new breakthroughs, new discoveries, all of those things. So if you have a loved one who has Alzheimer's disease, whether it's in the beginning stages or middle stages or later stages, there may be a study um, available to you and for you. And we are talking with one of the top doctors and top experts in this topic and Alzheimer's disease, Dr. Danielle Goldfarb from Banner Health in Sun City, Arizona. Dr. Goldfarb, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. You know, Dr. Goldfarb, Alzheimer's disease is a devastating disease for patients and caregivers. Um, And I say caregivers because, like you said in our last segment, it really affects the entire family. And it's been... You know, I know people say, well, there's no cure for it, you know, but there have been discoveries and there have been breakthroughs and, but we don't often hear about them. And can you tell me a little bit about the changing Alzheimer's field? What's some of the things that are happening out there? Yes. So it's very exciting. Um, And I'm always talking to everyone I see about all the things going on. Um, So what's, I think the big breakthrough was about Uh, 15 years ago, this brain scan, the amyloid PET scan was developed to detect this amyloid plaque in the brain, Mm -hmm. which is one of the culprits in Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. And so what that did was helped us to really identify um, who has Alzheimer's, people who have dementia, which of them have Alzheimer's and which don't. And then we could get Mm. the right people into the right trials, right? Mm -hmm. Because before that we were misdiagnosing this in you know, a third of the people. So, um, and that has led to many other breakthroughs in finding the biologic markers of this disease. Mm -hmm. And so then we can target those and um, monitor those with treatment. So you may have heard in the news, there's been lots of um, promising things happening with clinical trials and uh, different companies seeking FDA approval. And so I'm excited to talk to you about some of those specific things. Absolutely. Going on. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because the statistics um, I know in the state of Washington, I was reading in your state, um, you know, the state of Arizona, what, what is the statistics on Alzheimer's disease right now? So in 2021, there were 150,000 individuals with Alzheimer's, living with Alzheimer's disease, mm-hmm. over 260,000 caregivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Unpaid, so, probably. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, just huge costs. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just... And it's just growing, of course. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that's just amazing. I know in Washington State, our statistics are almost the same. Um, so obviously, um, it's, a, it's an overwhelming scenario. And I know so many families that they reach a point where, you know, they want to be there for their loved one and they need to be there. But you get to a point where, you know, you read these heartbroken sometimes um, individuals that have said, you know, this is my husband. Just the other day, I saw a Facebook post from someone 
this is my last night with my husband and he has no idea that he's going to memory care tomorrow um, because I just can't take care of him anymore. And it breaks my heart to see the pain that families are going through. And obviously, you know, we all think, you know, how do we find them? And we talked a little bit in our previous segment about what are the, you know, what are the signs of Alzheimer's or dementia or different things like that. But um, as far as the neurodegenerative disease side, how do you determine besides that? I know that the synaptics, or the synaptics between um, thought and um, processing is what goes sideways. Is that really what it is? I think one of the big things we've learned uh, about Alzheimer's disease is that there are a lot of contributors to the mm-hmm. underlying pathophysiology, if you will. So there's synaptic mm-hmm. dysfunction, there's breakdown of the neurons, there are these proteins that build up, and, it, and it's all kind of working together. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to sort out, you know, what happens at what time period sure. along the trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, so, it, it's so it's quite complex, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine because obviously in the, in the world that we live in, um, you know, with, with finding the breakthrough. So when, when you find and start this trial right now, you have a new trial that is targeting those with Alzheimer's disease specifically. What, um, what, what's the ideal person for this trial? You know, who is that person? So, so for this trial, for the Athera 1017 trial, so, Mm -hmm. This is a great trial in that we are looking for people who have mild to moderate stage of dementia due to Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. Um, And this medication is going to be, uh, there's a, uh, you know, all of our studies are placebo controlled, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the only way we can really know if these are working. But what's great about this trial too, is that two out of three chance of getting active medication. and with these, with this trial, also you need a, a care partner, so a, a study partner uh, mm-hmm. to join in. And we do a number of different tests to to just make sure that the individual is sort of the right fit. Um, mm-hmm. That's generally the the criteria um, for this study. So I like to think about it like uh, what it's just like we are, we need in the world right now. It's building connections. It's building uh-huh. brain connections, right? And that's that's a new, a novel approach, as we mm-hmm. call it, different than a lot of the, the studies that have been underway, such as with, you may have heard of these anti-amyloid medications, um, which oh, are, wow. you know, are, yeah, so this one um, has been shown in our earlier studies to uh, be looking like it's going to improve clinical symptoms of um, essentially thinking quicker, uh, right. so so that, that is what we want to find out. Is it really going to be effective for that? And so we mm-hmm. need this larger trial like is underway now. Right, right. And then in learning that, you know, that with the larger trial, obviously, um, what do you hope to gain through the trial? So this is going to give us more information about the safety of the medication. So while we have, of course, phase one um, in earlier studies uh, showing it's safe, this is going to give this a, a, a larger group um, mm-hmm. and also looking at uh, these clinical outcomes. So specifically, mm-hmm. so with cognition and function and mood. Sure. Um, so those are, those are really, that's what's meaningful, right? To the patient mm-hmm. and of course, to the caregiver, if we can get a, if we can improve those things. Right, right. And then obviously for the caregiver, how does that affect 
it, what is their role in this? So with, with all of our trials, it's, you know, the, the caregiver or the study partner has sure. to be, um, someone who is very familiar with them. Usually it's about 10 hours per week. They can say they're at least with them. And most of the care partners. That's an are, average you know, family um, caregiver. And that's yeah, sometimes yeah, 20 hours per week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're going to, the care partner is going to attend um, many of the visits um, mm-hmm. and be able to speak to how the person is doing. And it also, and really exciting with this study, because it's an injection, the treatment, mm-hmm. a daily injection, um, the care partner can act, the study partner can, can actually give that at home um, instead of having oh. to come into the site every day uh-huh. or something uh-huh. like that. So that just makes it so much more real world. Absolutely. And then of course, when you have so many, you know, we all know we have a lot of things going on and especially um, with, you know, may have a lot of doctor's appointments and all sorts of things. So this just makes things a little easier. Sure. And then as you obviously work, how long did the study last usually? So the um, treatment portion is 26 weeks. So, mm-hmm. you know, about six months. And then after that, there's an option to uh, go into what we call open label extension, where mm-hmm. everyone will have the active medication. Mm-hmm. And so even those that were on placebo, everyone will get the active medication. Got it. Got it. And how, um, in what areas in the, of the U.S. are you primarily focusing on to find patients to participate? So for... Uh, I know there are 55 sites. Um, my, mm-hmm. So my site, I'm in Arizona and Sun uh-huh. City, right? Um, and uh, so all over. That's awesome. Yeah. So obviously to reach out, you know, go to the website, everyone, yes. and and you can see, you know, where you can uh, potentially inquire about the trial. And um, obviously you've had some great breakthroughs to get to this point. Um, what are some of the discoveries you've had so far? It just in general mm-hmm. in the, in the Alzheimer's world. Yeah. Well, I think, so I think one of the big things is that we know that the, the changes are building up in the brain for 20 uh-huh. years before there's any symptoms. My goodness so, sakes. Right. So basically what's uh, you know, so this is a crucial period where mm-hmm. we hopefully will prevent the onset of the symptoms, right. If we can identify it early. And so, We've also identified blood-based markers of Alzheimer's disease. Wow. Right. So if you put that all together, where we're headed is, and probably pretty soon, is that your primary care doctor will start screening you for Alzheimer's disease changes at even maybe age 50. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so for everyone, um, if you have a loved one with Alzheimer's disease, um, Dr. Goldfarb, I am so honored that you've been with us today to kind of share a little bit about why to participate in a study. And this isn't one that is a really interesting um, study that you may qualify for, but you know what, there's other ones out there. Just go to the website, find out the doctors who are participating in clinical trials and see what one might be the right one for you. And in the meantime, the website, everyone is www.lift, L-I-F-T, and that's a, a lift, L-I-F, like Frank, T like Tom, hyphen A-D, and that's like Apple David, uh, dot com. So liftad.com. If you go to the website, you'll learn all about the study and how you could potentially get involved. And Dr. Goldfarb, thank you so much for being with us this half hour. I really enjoyed our time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We at Answers for Elders, thank you for listening. 
Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.